Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Alastair. And today, we're back. We are back. Once again, yes. to talk to you about interesting things happening in Singapore. That's right. And before we go in, we actually hit the episode 30. Another round of applause. 30 episodes. Thank you guys so much. And if you guys have not followed our Instagram page, please follow our Instagram page at imo.pod where we post weekly updates about when our episodes are coming up, what they're about. It's the stories that I spend a lot of time on. So we really appreciate if you guys can see you. We can see you guys there. Yes. And uh, yeah, just remember to follow our Instagram, follow us on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated on uh, the freshest news in Singapore, man. <laughs> and in fact, this is one of the fresher news. For once, we actually did something that was like a little bit more current because we, we are very used to hanging back a little bit and then talking about it later on. So we are talking about mm. this change.org petition that actually came up. I actually stumbled, stumbled upon this in on Instagram like through one of my friends that I follow. And basically, is this a petition to that says stop promoting violent sex at NUS. That, that's a pretty crazy headline. It is. It's a clickbaity headline. I got to give it to whoever made this change.org thing. She really, he or she really made it a great title. So basically, mm. uh, the person is going against this uh interest group in uh in Tembusu College of N- NUS called T Freedom. So I'm going to leave the change to all petition down in the links below, and uh you guys can go and take a look by yourself for yourself. Of course, we're not going to go through every single thing they say, but we'll we'll pick out some snippets that we want to talk a little bit more about uh. But the summary, the TLDR is that. Basically, this group of students are basically a Telegram group and they hold events talking about uh, sexual health and other topics surrounding sex. So, the two, the two big events that they called out was basically this meeting that they were going to talk about masturbation and also another topic that they were going to talk about. They basically invited these two people who are uh, a rope couple. So, basically, they are a couple that does rope play in, to integrate rope play in their sex. Uh, and they were going to talk a little bit about like the experiences with rope play and bondage and extra, etc. So those are the two things that the petition, from what I know, is trying to go against. And like, who, they actually basically singled those two events out in particular. So I'm going to read out like some of the things that they they say. Mm. T Freedom is basically an NUS approved interest group by, uh, in a student residential program in Tembusu. And it's actually led by students and guided by professors. And they actually aim to be a LGBTQIA plus affirming community that aims to build a more diverse and inclusive college. So that's the, I guess, the mission statement. But then, mm. uh, as I said about, we talked about like, a little bit about the stuff, the events that they have been uh, organizing. They basically, the, the person who made this petition accused them of uh, breaking the trust of parents uh, by promoting sexually, physically dangerous sex acts that are life-threatening and also inducing moral harm to students who agonize resisting nude sexual temptations promoted by T Freedom. And they also talk about the fact that they uh, they are basically accusing them of say of promoting nude sexual behavior. And uh, basically they say that the Tembusu College is not being transparent with the applicants and parents about the radical approach to its LGBTQIA plus advocacy. And they're also irresponsible for offering like official platforms for their children to discuss about sexual fantasies. Mm. And uh, yeah, basically, and one of the big questions they ask is, 
how did the professors in Tembusu College permit and encourage such immoral and dangerous content? And what can be done to safeguard the safety and morality of Singapore's educational institutes? So, um, well, okay. First of all, if you haven't watched our sex education episode, I highly recommend you go and watch it. Uh, we <laughs> we talked about this actually, which is quite interesting that we end up talking about it even before it was became, became a thing. But uh, if you guys have watched the episode, you guys know that we are huge advocates for talking about sex and talking about everything that's surrounding sex, which includes fetishes and which includes role play, etc., etc. And talking about mm. safe sex and consensual sex, etc., etc. So, uh, my immediate reaction was, like, why? Why is this a thing? But, John, what was your re- immediate reaction? I sent it to you last night at 2am in the morning. Yeah. I mean, okay, my immediate reaction is that, oh, I can see why. Mm. And uh, at the same time, right, I'm also like, Ooh. How's ya? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this a problem? Personally, mm. I am of the belief that this is actually a bit of a step forward in the sense that like we are we are, you know, being willing to discuss this uh at the age where face it, everyone is starting to become sexually active or mm. are starting to become starting to become very aware of their sexuality. Yes, yes. Right? Mm. We can talk about teens. I mean, these, these people are late teens, early 20s, right? They yeah. are definitely super aware of their sexuality. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, the a big part of their argument is like, they keep raising the point of morality. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I personally can't see why sex is an immoral act. So why, why do you think they... They think it's immoral, or they raise the uh, issue. Okay, of so a lot, a lot of a lot of the people who are signing, I click on the comments of the change.org, right? Yeah. There are a number of people who just simply typed in, "I do not approve LGBT," "I do not support LGBT," mm-hmm. and then uh, there's one really long ago by this guy, by this lady called Cher Cher Tan. Yes. I don't know how you pronounce that name. C H E R I S E Cherry Tan. He said that we have clearly forgotten Mr. Lee Kuan Yew's earlier mandate to embrace the West's technology but reject their culture. If we remotely imagine perversity as higher evolution of human civilization, we'd soon be endorsing pedophilia as beneficial to children. That's what they do in USA. Are we intending to follow blindly and corrupt the purity of culture we have exclusively in our country? Do Do we indeed imagine that we have prospered as a country without a reason? To pollute the rarity of what our forefathers painstakingly and admirably established in a tiny island called country is entirely ungrateful, irresponsible, and reprehensible, but not surprising. Shame on our educators. Since they have nothing better to do, they ought to retire. It's a pretty intense statement, right? Wow. It's... Ah, man. I, I, Firstly, there's some really problematic uh, accusations mm, yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I recently... I actually taking mods about media this sem, so like I'm gonna talk a little a lot more about that. And I actually did re- mm. did read a reading about the whole Lee Kuan Yew talking about the uh, accepting Western like science science and technology values, but rejecting their ideological values thing. Mm. Um, it is not rooted in any form of uh factual or like investigative um stats that this that mm. this ideology is proven to be bad. Because ideologies can never be bad or good. Correct? It's like never objectively mm. good or bad, right? 
And That's true. Yeah, and the reason why Lee Kuan Yew said that is because he believed right, that Singaporeans do not have the ability to think critically about what they consume. Basically, mm. they are, he's treating the Singaporean people like sheep. Okay, so like, whether or not that's true or not, up to you guys to talk about it. But that's the huge overarching assumption I feel of any of this entire petition is that whoever is petitioning this is assuming the students are sheep who cannot mm. critically think about what they are consuming, which has yeah. proven to be not true. So <laughs> it has proven that, sure, I mean, there are a lot of news articles that will go like, oh my God, if you have, you play violent games, you will be violent in real life. Okay. Correct? That has been that has been said since primary school or some shit. The nineties. The nineties. Yeah, basically they say you watch anime, then you you think you're invincible, they'll jump out the window. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I mean if not enough years has gone by, you just have to keep waiting. I'm pretty sure mm. the violent criminals yeah. aren't video the violent game. video gamers. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. The hope the, the newspapers and media tend to oversimplify things. And that's their job, I get it, because people cannot like understand very complicated science terms and everything. The yeah. problem with saying that statements, you're assuming a cause and effect. You're assuming that violent games lead to violent actions. But you cannot mm. you cannot get that from a research. Basically, you don't know what comes first. You don't know whether they have violent tendencies before they play the violent games or the violent games come first before they play they have the violent tendencies. So the whole assumption of that uh, they are basically uh, shaped and they will be shaped by how media portrays you to be, right? Is a very yeah. weak assumption. There is mm. a good chance, right, that the reason why people consume sexual content or violent content and end up being sexual is because they were already sexual to begin with. Or they already had their interest and inclination. Yeah. And that's why yes. they reflect that in their behavior and their TV show viewing in their games they play etc yes. etc so it's not a cause and effect thing that people always seem to mistake it's not so easy to connect it's not one straight line correct correct like yeah yeah correct no and the thing is and the thing is okay I don't want to be unfair here okay so like yeah. I can totally understand as a concerned parent where this is coming from yes right and like where this sentiment that like oh this is a terrible uh, thing to have befallen our education you know mm-hmm you know that, that basically like, huh? yeah, yeah. And I, 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 get, I get that you know I understand because if, mm. if I were to I mean I'm not a parent but if I were to put myself in the shoes of my parents yeah. I'm pretty sure they will not be comfortable at all they won't with, be stoked uh, yeah. with, with the knowledge that something like that is happening yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but that being said okay I think what's very important here is that a lot of times people have this crazy idealistic view on uh, uh, culture and family values or whatever in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Which is fine because we are an Asian society. There yeah, are certain yeah. Asian cultures and values, right? Yes, yes, yes. I agree. But I think it's high time that we have to admit that certain culture values, right? Yeah. Are less valuable than some. Mm. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there why why and I'm gonna explain why. Okay. Yes, yes. So very simply put, I think when we talk about things like our uh uh sexual health and yes. LGBTQIA plus uh, community and their sexual practices, yeah. right? Uh, the fact that this is a, 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 a community that has not been uh, part of conversation, part of the typical narrative 
for the longest time yeah. is something that actually should be concerning. Mm-mm-mm. As much as we want to promote the right culture and the right family values according to these people who petition, right? Yeah. There is another thing which is also equally important and that is each person's individual well-being. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think if uh, uh, if anything else for an intellectual college like this, if they're able to have intellectual conversations mm-hmm. in a interest group intellectual setting with people who actually know their shit, yes, right, exactly, yeah. there's more to gain there is then there is to lose. To lose yep. People have this very big misconception that uh I would say a bit more deviant sexual practices, be it bondage or be it uh sexual orientations that they don't understand, right? They have this big misconception that it's evil, it's yes. unnatural, it's yes. something that uh uh shouldn't be a part of our society. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I hate to break it to you, but uh, these people are a part of our society. Yeah. And and pretending they don't exist or trying to educate them out of it, it's not a solution. You know, it's not, it's it's not really something not. That, that will work. Pretending it don't exist or hoping the education system subscribes to a particular belief. No. An education system should be impartial. Yes. An education system should be educational. Mm-hmm. So educational means what? Means when there are things that people don't know. Yeah. Right? Mm. you let people know yeah you teach them mm. it's like how uh there's this this uh anecdote that people like to say that a knife never kill people right but it's a person using knife that can that kills someone it's supposed people killing people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but the thing about it is that you cannot be afraid of the knife just because people use knife to kill people mm, that's you good still energy. teach people yeah about the fucking knife yeah yeah. Right? Mm. And in this particular situation, okay, to any parents that are watching, I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but your kids in uni, <laughs> they might not tell you, but I'm pretty sure they're all having sex. Uh, there's a good chance. Uh, uh, and even if they're not, and even if they're not, yeah, right, mm. they're learning and they're curious about it. And if... if, if and another yeah. piece of information that I hate to break it to you, parents, okay, your teen, probably before they are legally uh, under the eyes of Singapore law, allowed to have sex. Yeah. Probably There's a good chance 90 to 100% of them are masturbating. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're overstating this, but... Let that sink in. Let that sink in, okay? And as a parent, right, have you ever considered, right, why is it that if I, like, you reject this idea, but if you be open-minded a bit and you go and ask your kid in a casual situation, like, a oh boy, yeah, do you masturbate? Yeah, yeah. How many percent of you can, with certainty, uh, right? Yeah. Reply me that their answer is genuine. No. That their yes or their no is the real answer. Hardly any, to be honest. Do you and 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 having having thought about that, right? Do you think that is a problem? Yeah, actually, that's true. Uh. So if you if you if you claim to want to have your the best interests, you know, family values, culture, mm. healthy sex, mm-hmm. right? How are you going to do that, right? When you cannot even be the one that talk to your child about it. How? Mm. As a parent, you think deep. That's going to be a little bit hurtful to hear, right? Mm. That's going to be a little bit difficult to swallow. Mm. But how are you going to teach your kid if your kid don't even want to listen to you or even dare to open this topic with you? How? That's true. What if, what if, what if, right? Your kid is someone who really, really wishes to learn 
about LGBTQIA+, because they are, that's their sexual orientation. Mm. And then mm. all they see is you being an angry parent, rejecting the group that they unfortunately believe that they are a part of. How mm. will you feel about that if that was your kid? Will you still try to educate them out of it? If yes, then something, then, then maybe you all need to do it something else. But if no, these kind of things you cannot unsay, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's not that I don't understand their... Okay, okay, I, I take that back. I really don't understand their, <laughs> their, their, mm. their concerns. But I guess yeah. if I think about it, try to think of it from their point of view, in a way, the, the stuff they are talking about does... Um, I mean, they are promoting bondage, right? So like to anyone who don't know bondage... No, no, no. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think there's a serious misconception here, okay? Because there's okay, a, yeah. there's a screenshot... Right, yes, of, yes. The, of the of what, of the of the event yeah. uh, the event that is supposedly uh, by the petitioners uh, promoting bondage okay let me read it out to you yes. okay and let me give you my understanding as an intellectual person who can be a bit more objective because neither me nor my kid is involved in this okay yes, yes. so blah 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 is a queer friendly sex positive rope bondage space run by rope couple Chloe and John they enjoy rope bondage for the way it, for the way it helps them connect with each other more deeply and explore their sensuality. It also mm. allows them to express their creativity, build trust, and experience the journey together. Join us mm. on second September on Zoom to hear about their experiences in rope. Open to all from practice rigors to simply curious. Mm. Sign up here, blah blah blah. Yeah. How is this promoting? Rope mm, sex. That's true. Because if you want to go for it, you are already interested, slash, you are already if into it. It is, it is purposely tailored for the simply curious. Mm, 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 mm. And there is this, and it's important, you know. Why do you want to stop uh, curiosity when it comes to this particular thing, but not curiosity when it comes to physics? Mm, Why? Mm. Like the difference. Yeah. The only reason that most parents I can foresee what they will say is that oh you know, they are more it's morally incorrect they never they don't learn anything that like, we don't need this in a, in their education. What makes you think you know what's best for their education? Yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow. But think about it. Yeah, well, as parents, right, you'll probably stop being able to meddle in their education properly after secondary school, simply because they have reached a certain education level that as a typical parent, typical educated parent you're mm. not able to properly educate, right? Yeah, yeah. What if you consider that your child's sexual education has gone beyond your limit? What about that? Then what are you going to mm. do about that? Mm. Will you subscribe them and uh, sign them up for a sex school? You definitely will not. You yeah. don't even know where to start. Mm. And do you, do you, don't you wish, you know, we could have such an ideal world yeah. where your kid can be the one that openly discuss this with you maybe there's like a huge like um, emphasis on I guess face like you know Prof Andy came on our show and talked about like Asian mm. values of face and like basically like gay and all that stuff so yeah like maybe that's what they are that's why they're so uncomfortable with talking about it because like to them this is like a Julian kind of thing or troll face kind of thing like uh-huh. it's like not befitting of their family or something I'm not very sure no then you have to then, then, I mean once again I'm addressing the parents if that is truly yeah. the reason then you have to think like, which one more important your face or your son your face or your daughter mm, mm, mm. which one more important yeah right 
that's the thing. And another thing which I really don't really like from Cherise's Cherise Tan's conversation that just now I I I, I read. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean by this purity of culture we have exclusively in our country? Are you trying to imply that we are superior? Mm, mm. Are we super? Are we indeed superior? We are definitely not. <laughs> if if it, it's very dangerous, you know, when a culture starts to think they're superior. Do you know That's what true. other culture used to think they're superior? The Nazi Germany people. The Nazi Nazi Germany used to think they're superior yeah. in terms of race. Yeah. What do you mean that 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 uh uh endorsing pedophilia as being beneficial to children and that the USA does it? Actually, I don't understand that one. Like, like has the US endorsed that? No, I don't think it's endorsed anywhere. Yeah. Like, what, what's up with that? Like, where did that come from? So, I didn't even get it. So, it's very clear that there are definitely a bunch of people with a better understanding, but there are also a bunch of people that are just plainly angry because this is not agreeable to what they believe university mm. should be like. Some people even drew the crazy parallel that the reason why a lot of sexual offences are happening in NUS now is because of the way they are handling this moral direction. We have talked about this what before. if this yeah. is to prevent... Yeah, like our theory is that the reason why there are so many deviant sexual behavior or deviant sexual crimes is partially because of a lack of education surrounding these fetishes, surrounding yeah. this consent. And a lack of understanding of what is the deviant. Correct, exactly. And like, if anything, like let's say your, your, your child is really into role play and I guess it's dangerous in a sense that if it's BDSM, there are cases where people get like, who die for like asphyxiation or choking or whatever. Like, it mm. does happen. I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It does happen. Mm. So if anything, if they're into it, wouldn't you want them to go through the proper education and go through the proper things about like consent, about connecting with the person you are like doing Absolutely. the Absolutely. Like, isn't and that I a think what you, br- what, you, what, what you brought up is really important here. Yeah. Because you see, uh, like, like what you mentioned, that some people do mention that like some of these more physical uh, sexual activities that a normal person might classify as violent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, can get a little bit dangerous. It can. Can have an yeah. element of risk. Yeah, yeah. Right? Definitely. And let me just disclaim by saying that it's not rooted in any fucking one's culture. But anyway, so the problem is, right, when you handle risky and dangerous things, it could be as simple as starting a fire to fucking cook. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you want to learn how to handle fire properly? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to say don't touch fire and then hope and pray your son or child don't touch? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Do you I, want I to agree. heal the burn after it has accidentally happened? Or you teach them about burns and teach them about fire so they don't get burned? Mm. How about that? Yeah. Have you considered it that way? Mm-hmm. No. Why? Because apparently in your very uh, unfortunate, unfortunately rather shallow mindset, mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but what's valuable here is not your child's interest. Mm. I hate to say this, okay? Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of parents will, will, will fervently disagree with what I'm trying to say here. But this yeah. is so deep-seated within our society's uh, elder, elder, I think, uh, older generation mm-hmm. that uh, what they're interested in is not their child's interest. It's what they perceive their child to look like. Is what they perceive a good child is, mm-hmm. and and I and I encourage my our, our audience who are watching this right to, yeah, yeah. to dispute my claim and to discuss a bit in the in the in the comment section about my claim. 
I feel that, you know, it's a little bit too blanket sometimes what yes, I yes, say. Yes, yes, yeah. But this, you cannot deny that there is a hint of that. If not, right, a very good clear-cut answer, uh, example that I can bring up that nobody will ever be able to dispute is why is your child unable to willingly discuss their sex with you? Mm. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Right? Especially if it's something that is so closely tied to what you call family values, so closely tied to physical health, and so closely tied to their partner's physical mm, health. Mm, mm, mm. Right? If it's so closely tied to so many things that you hold in such high regard, right? Why they cannot talk to you? Why? Yeah. And I we do want to disclaim that we, we're not saying that you guys are purposely destroying children or like whatever. Uh, I'm yeah. sure that in, in most parents' minds, and I'm very sure about this, they want the best for their children. It's it absolutely comes from it absolutely comes from a place of concern. I, yeah, I yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give you give you that because if there's one thing I believe in is that these six thousand eight hundred plus petitions, right, come yeah. from a place of love, come from a place of concern, come from mm-hmm. a place of heartache and confusion. But yes, 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 the yes, choice definitely. you make here, okay, yeah, if this petition does change the way this group does it, okay, mm-hmm. it ought to be one that modifies the education and not one that takes it away. Because this is equivalent mm. to teaching your to, to telling your child not to learn about fire because fire is dangerous. Mm. Mm. I agree. Okay, I agree that uh for a number of parents, their concerns should be based on this age group, based on this uh particular demographic. The education should be tailored. Absolutely, man. Can you imagine if this tea freedom was happening for for primary school kids? Absolutely no way. No because way. that yeah. is not the appropriate sexual education for that age here as compared to universities who are basically I'm just going to put it out there okay I hate to break it to you but in the eyes of the law most of them are adults now which means right their education that they receive is at the same tier as your understanding so if your understanding cannot keep up with this education right then maybe you need to go for this thing or (laughs) so the only argument I have for the for uh, against tea freedom is making sure that this syllabus is properly guided I understand mm. that this is still super fringe. So even with the endorsement of the professors, there are a lot of things that you cannot necessarily just blindly trust, which is fair. Yes, yes, yes. Which is fair. Yeah. But these, if these sessions were guided as such with actual experts like a sex expert or a sex uh, psychologist and stuff like that, right? Mm. Then absolutely, these things should happen. Why? Because there is more to gain there is than there is to lose. Mm-hmm. see the fact that you brought in a rope couple right it's very good it's like for example if you want to I, this example might sound crazy to some people but it's like bringing in a firefighter to talk about fire <laughs> or because the system mm. is so poorly established for sexual discussions in Singapore it is uh, yeah. it's like bringing in a reformed arsonist to talk about fire mm. Cra- mm. does that sound crazy to you because what's crazy here is the fact that we don't have the firemen, we can only bring in the arsonist. And I yeah. think that is the big concern here. Exactly. That yes, is the yes, big yes. concern here. We do not have the firefighter, Definitely. we can only bring in the arsonist. So what do you want to do about that, parents, dear parents? Instead of signing this petition to remove this education, you want your children to A, never learn about this and you hope for the best, or B, try for themselves and potentially get hurt. Which one do you want? Mm-hmm. I don't think that like... Like at the end of the day, if they are really interested, the reason they are in this group is because they are probably into this. Whether it's LGBTQ yeah. stuff or sex stuff, it doesn't really matter. They are probably That's into it and they are probably curious about it already. Correct. And 
Yeah. If that happens, right, and you just shut it down and you don't give them the proper information, I feel like the consequences that come after that might be, I'm, I'm sure you guys don't intend this to be this way, but it might be like way worse than if they had just listened about it. It might be really dire. Yeah, it might and, be just bad. And, and, and I think that like a lot, of, a lot of parents, we have to reconsider that when your child is a student in a tertiary education system, mm-hmm. instead of telling them what is wrong, right, yeah. you should be teaching them to ask the right questions. Mm. Ask the right questions, not telling them what is right or wrong. Because a lot yeah. of the time for these highly educated people who are in the fucking university in the first place, yeah. Right? Yeah. they are discerning and educated. Mm. Right? The only difference is what they don't have is what they don't know. Yes, correct. So instead of trying to take away knowledge, it's like saying this is forbidden. Mm. Like, mm. Harry Potter has a library with the forbidden section. Yes, uh, You yes. cannot read about uh, this because it's forbidden. Instead mm. of doing that, why don't you teach them to ask the correct questions? Mm. Ask, teach them to ask about, hey, I found out about this thing called bondage sex. What is it? Mm. What makes you think people finding out about new things makes them interested in that kind of thing? I'm not. Personally, personally speaking, right? Yeah. I was, uh, I learned about, for example, I learned about clubbing. Yeah. my friends and in yes. university after NS and stuff like that mm. after I learned about it deeply mm-hmm. I realised you don't like I'm right? not interested in it yeah. I realised yeah. I don't like yeah yeah so you always say what if what if your child goes, goes through a system that exposes them to some of these things from a safe distance a zoom call is a fucking safe distance you, don't, you cannot even get COVID from that shit yeah yeah Mm-hmm. a Zoom call, a Zoom seminar, and then they realize it's not for them. How mm. about that? Have I you think considered that's more that? healthy. And, and have you considered the beauty of it? I hate to say this again, but have you considered the beauty of it that if they did discover that they are into that and that they are not alone? Yeah, actually that's true. Yeah, exactly. Think about it. Think about mm-hmm. it. How many of us have very uh, well-meaningly as parents steer our children away from certain interests Mm-hmm. that they are super passionate about when they were kids mm. simply because you think that it's not, there's no future for them. How many of you have done that? Pretty yeah. sure a good number of y'all. Pretty mm-hmm. sure a good number of you have assumed that oh, after they try one thing, they are not interested. Ah, yeah, they, everything also not interested. One. They only try only, they are only interested in, in trying new things. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would, you, why would you say that about your child? What if your child is still discovering? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Take it from me. Okay, I will. I will not use this as a as a way to explain it for everyone, and it, my one is not necessarily related to the subject matter of sex, but mm-hmm. it is related to the subject matter of discovering. For me, I was an engineering student. They eventually discovered that my passions lie in creative work, work mm-hmm. behind the camera, be it photography and videography. And I quit university. I left engineering, which is a big no no for a lot of Asian families. But mm-hmm. I like to think that I. I am a better person because of that. Mm. What if what if this is the case for your child but in terms of their sexuality? Mm. What if you as a parent simply don't know better? Mm. Have you considered that? Yeah. And I think that is where we have to teach our children to ask the correct questions instead. Because as a parent, unfortunately, you have the best interests of your children at heart, but you don't know yes. everything about everything. Yeah, I think the whole point is that we have to reconsider, as in like, uh, if you're a parent, maybe reconsider what is best for them. 
and listen to yes. listen to them. I mean, they have a say in their life as well. And I, I applaud those parents who are out there and talking about this and actually hearing what their children have to say about what they want to do with their life, etc., etc. But if you have that authoritarian uh, mindset that I guess is from Lee Kuan Yew, that, uh, that like big brother knows best or like uh, I'm your parent so I know best and you don't know anything, you are sheep, you have mm. no, you're not capable of critical thought, right? Maybe yeah. you can reconsider that because we are we are all capable of critical thought, especially at a university age. And Absolutely. Yeah. And do you know one of the one of the things about it is that like you talk about all these values, it's very clear that the, there is a very different um, thought process going on here among the people who yeah. voted who, who who petitioned. Someone uh, mentioned here that sexual preferences and practices should remain a private enjoyment. We don't need to be educated on these. That this is already natural to us as human beings. To share it to public is doing the act together, if not physically, then mentally. This is a form of pornography, plain and simple. Not true. I don't agree <laughs> with that because agree, firstly, yeah. firstly, if you're a parent, mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, but your child is watching porn. Probably. And the fact that they are still in there might be because porn is not teaching them and they might be on the cusp of trying to learn something that's healthy. Honestly like speaking, you'll rather, you'd rather them learn through this than learn through porn. Honestly speaking, like, take it from me, porn is not the, mm. the most healthy place to learn anything. Like, as I said in the sex education episode, learning how to have sex through porn is like learning how to drive by watching Fast and Furious. It doesn't help you anything. Mm. It's probably going to cause you more harm, in fact. So the fact that if they are taking the steps to learn it from like people who are actual experts in it, right? I think it's a better thing than watching porn, to be very honest with you. And you yeah. should be happy and, that that should be happening. And 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 the thing is, I feel that there are a lot of people who are very anti-LGBTQ mm. plus com- yeah. community in this bunch of voters because I'm getting a lot of the comments they're saying like, there are a lot of sexually confused people in a society creating enough issues and why should we add the highly educated people into this population? Sending our children to uni is to build them to contribute to our nation in a positive way and not create more issues. Now I understand why recently there are many perverts caught in uni. What about those who got away? This should this club or group should never exist. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Um, I can see okay, I can see where this person is coming from. Yeah, yeah. I can understand this person's train of thought even though I don't agree with it. Mm. But at the same time, I want to offer the counter-argument that what if this education is like a first aid course? Yes. You know? To teach Mm. you what is good, what is bad, to help you understand that actually you like this or actually you don't like this. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the purpose of having this. And I think this is why a lot of universities, I feel all universities should have this. In my opinion, you know, but who are we? Yeah. I think we haven't considered the fact that the person who started this petition might not even be a parent. It might be a concerned student, right? It does not matter. Like, personally, yeah. personally, if all our if all our opinions are equal, mm-hmm. her opinion, his or her opinion to start this petition mm. should be equal to my opinion that I wish when I was in university, I had such a place to discuss and find out a little bit more about my sexuality. Me too. Me too. I mean... I personally wouldn't have discussed it maybe because I'm a shy person in general. But if this, I, I can see the benefits of this. And I think if you don't see it, you, I don't know, you might want to like rethink it a little bit. I mean, 
even people who are virgins and who re- wishes to remain celibate until marriage or etc etc who are a bit more conservative they ask there are still people who are like that who are willing to talk about sex and learn about sex there's some very practical tips like how to prevent stds how to prevent pregnancy all these sort of things like that is still valuable to know even if you do not want to have sex so i don't see what's so um problematic about this especially because this is not a compulsory educational program this is an yeah, opt-in absolutely. situation so uh i i don't see how this is uh corrupting the minds of people and or, or like forcing any agenda on anyone because this is, if anything the people who apply are the people who are already interested in it i i i'm i'm very upset by the fact that there is this tone that whatever they are doing leads to moral decay maybe we have to change that like whole mindset about sex being immoral uh. yeah and maybe that's why I mean we have this I discussed this with John and banking in our HTHT banking episode before we filmed we also talked mm. a little bit about this I was saying that like I think a good reason why sex is so like um, there's so many like deviant sexual behaviors is also because of how taboo sex is in society and then yeah you take a look at Japan, which is as closed off and conservative as it probably gets, right? And you see the mm. the porn they make or like you see the the behavior like grouping on trains, like molestation cases over there is like quite a big problem. Like you you understand that like maybe sexual repression isn't the answer to this. I'm not I'm not claiming to say that like if you talk about it freely, all of these problems will be solved. Because I frankly don't know and no one knows be very honest with you but if you know that this one route is not going to lead well why don't you try another route and like actually try to make things work because mm. I, I really think that sexual repression is what creates all these uh, unhealthy sexual desires and sexual desires that are actually criminal and dangerous to psychologically and physically to people and uh, talking about it and like removing the taboo of sex really can prove to be a good step forward in trying to solve a lot of the crimes that we are seeing right now, especially in universities, not just in US, but in NTU as well. Yeah. Everywhere. And I Everywhere. think like, like, like it's like how we, we have to sacrifice some of our, our personal beliefs and thinkings to advance as a society. Yeah. This is where, where something like that has to happen. Yeah. I, I, I get, I get what, what the, what the parents are advocating for. I totally understand. In fact, like uh I raised I'm I'm raised in a rather conservative family and uh this is something that I more or less has have had to navigate around yeah. as a young adult. Mm-hmm. And it's very unfortunate that I have to navigate around it instead of being something that I can properly discuss with the people I trust the most, which is my parents. And yeah. like it is more detrimental than it is beneficial, you know. I feel to have this kind of uh, uh. Oh, I got my parents there, but I cannot bring this topic up, you know, mm. because I know for a fact my parents will judge me. You know that kind of thing. It's very detrimental to, to a child who is still developing, and I would like to yeah. think that when you're in your late teens, early twenties, you are still developing, especially when you're trying to, uh, your 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 main identity might be already formed. But your sexual identity might not be because prior to university, mm. all you probably know is porn and masturbation. Yeah. You probably have not experienced uh, 
a proper healthy sexual relationship with an, with a partner. But do you know who has? Your parents. <laughs> exactly. But do you know That's who true. also don't want, to, don't want you to talk about it? It's the parents. Your parents. It's very sad. Uh, ho. Like they, they, they absolutely just don't want to talk about it. I mean, uh, I guess the whole repercussions of like talking about it more openly, that one, we can probably go a bit more into it in another episode. Or if you guys want to leave in the comments down below and have a discussion, we can have that discussion. But That's the I, thing, okay? Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's the that's the main point about this today's discussion really would be like unfortunately yeah. anything uh, worth being worried about yes. is worth being taught. Mm. Good question. Good. I think that's a good Anything, quote. okay? Anything at all worth being worried about yeah. is worth being taught. Think about that. Think about it's that true. shit. You, tell, you can tell people to wear uh knife-proof gloves or, or wear uh, face masks right, for COVID-19. But mm. I don't tell people why. You think people want to do it? No. no. You uh, just mandate that everyone is supposed to wear a face mask because it's good for you yeah. without telling them what's, what's good about it. You think people will care? People will probably not care. They you think people care. will learn anything from that shit? No. Nope. It's like yeah. how... There used to be this giant misconception that like, oh, the best mask is the N95 mask and the surgical mask is, does nothing. Earlier on in the pandemic, everyone was scrambling for the more high-end looking mask. For what? <laughs> for what? I mean, personal education. For sheer yeah. ignorance. Yeah. And this is a clear example of what's happening here. Do I agree that, uh, that, that, that uh, this can be done differently? Absolutely. Right, mm-hmm. but in order for it to be done differently, unfortunately, I hate to say it, uh, these six thousand eight hundred plus people, they need your support to do it differently. It's true. I mean, if if right? anything, I feel like the the right stance, or like okay, maybe not right stance, but like the stance that we should probably be having towards this is how can we make this healthier? How can we improve this program for the people who actually need it? How can we absolutely make it more educational and less? Um, I guess dangerous or less uh, absolutely if you are very scared of people being influenced less like forced, forced on or less like insidious I guess ah, less in insidious yeah. to whoever is concerned yeah. the thing about it is that also at the same time I want the parents who are watching this to consider within themselves within themselves okay yeah. are there anything about your is there anything in your sexual health life whatever that yeah. you wish you learned earlier that's a very good point. Because even as a that you wish old. someone taught you, <laughs> yeah. that you wish you understood before you experienced it. Confirm what if you accidentally got injured during sex? Which I think is pretty normal, you know. It's actually not that it can uncommon. Can come in various forms. Yeah, it's right. actually, I don't think it's that uncommon. What if you? Yeah. What if? What if that was? What if that was taught to you, like how to prevent that before it happened to you? What about that? How about that? Sex is an essential part of life. Yeah, I think that's what our point is. Like, sex is and the essen- mere fact that you are parents is because you all had sex. <laughs> yeah. It's an essential part of life. Yeah, and it's so funny that you are the people who claim that sex is used to create life and create said life, but you are the ones that are unable to provide this life education to the life you created. What does that say about you? And what does that say about the education system about sex? Man, that's a lot to think about, to be honest. And it is a lot to think about. And yeah. to, to the children who are watching this, they are still on the fence and are unsure about this. I encourage you, I hate, I, I, this is going to sound crazy as shit, okay? After knocking this petition for so long, I encourage you to talk to your parents about, about these things. To yeah. ask them the right questions. 
to mm. ask them to approach them with the pre- with the preface that you request that they don't judge your your question. Yeah. Because I understand the fear that as children what, what we have, you know, we are afraid that our parents think less of us because of something that we are. Yes. And nothing is more intimate than sex. And yes. we don't ever want to admit that, unfortunately, mm. because mm. our was a society as such. And that's why I'm uh, encouraging you, encouraging the children who are watching this, okay, who mm. are ever unsure about anything. The best person to speak to about anything is your parents. Mm. And if you do open up these kind of topics with your parents, like for example, the hardest, one of the hardest, most celebrated things that people can do is when, let's say, an LGBTQ person comes out to their yes. family, which yeah. is really hard. So right? difficult. And yes. I get that. Yeah. And I get that that's a real struggle and I, I respect whoever has done that. Yeah. I encourage, but but that, that's not the only closet as children that we have. Mm-hmm. You know? I encourage you to dare to come out to your parents about anything that you're curious about. Start the conversation with them so they don't need to discover these kind of things on their own and then have this knee-jerk reaction out of love. Yeah, as in like, at the end of the day, we're all trying to do I think if there's anything common, right? I, I, I do agree that like ev- at the end of the day, everyone just wants to do the best for their child or they just Absolutely. want the best for society. The only thing now a is very clear, A very clear this. indicator that these people are concerned is yeah, the yeah. fact that they even bothered to click on this stupid petition. petition. Yeah. The fact that they even bothered to read and comment on this condition shows that they are concerned. Yeah, yeah. But right now, there is a huge disconnect because firstly, this concern is misplaced and secondly, the kids don't know where else to communicate this better, this need better. Mm. If we're able to connect those two dots, yeah. which is very simple, parents talk to the child, child talk to parents. Mm. If we're able to connect these two dots, y'all can discuss, y'all can properly agree, y'all can properly disagree, y'all can argue, y'all can talk it out and y'all still remain a family, then that's when we will have real progress. And that's when we don't need these kind of things. Do you think the kids who are actually learning something from this want this petition to go through? Definitely not. Definitely not. Do you yeah. think the parents who know nothing about the Telegram group want this petition to go through? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And what if these two people are of the same family unit? How? Mm. Who's yeah. to suffer here? Both parties suffer. And both parties suffer without even realizing that they were doing it to each other. Find a common ground. Uh, and the common ground is that everyone just wants the best for each other. And Absolutely. at the end of the day, now the only discussion is what is the best. And I think no one party can decide what is the best for them, including Correct. us. I, I and that's why the, the only thing. real opinion that I have about this, besides like all the don't 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 be disrespectful, don't be mean or any kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that such discussions at our university level is absolutely a step forward in the right direction. Yes. It mm. might be a very small step. It's a step. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. How we should improve the situation shouldn't be to take progress away, but to steer it in a way that fits our society. Mm. So educate people to ask the right questions instead of educating them away from things that you think are dangerous. Yeah, I mean, we have been talking for the last like 50 odd minutes about this whole thing. Like, uh, it might seem like we know all the answers to everything, but like, uh, let's be honest, we don't, we don't know the answers to any of mm. these issues. We don't claim to know the answers. What we do encourage is that um, we, to have that conversation, uh, what is the best for society, what's the best for children, and what's the best for the university kids that are out there who want to learn more. And that's a conversation that 
and that and like figuring that out right cannot be done without conversation between the two yeah, parties absolutely. involved which includes parents and children and mm, doing absolutely. this is just stopping all the good progress we have been going through and stopping all the conversations from being had the future conversations that should be done they just basically just stopped it based on this petition mm. if it does go through la. so yeah. I think everyone I think now that let's wrap it up a little bit just everyone just needs to take a step back and think about it a little bit and think about the underlying assumptions the underlying prejudices you have against or for this thing and try to come to a common ground and mm. from what I see and I'm very sure what John sees as well the common ground is that this should happen but maybe changed maybe mm. fit it more towards yeah. uh, make it even more educational what if this education system happens with both child and parent yeah right yeah it's like how counseling and how certain uh, workshops bring both child and parents in two people who clearly don't know a single thing about any of these things mm. into a zoom call but how do you expect your child to understand and learn better when you are not even interested in what you know, can be covered in here when you already yeah. assume that this is something that is not good for your child. Yeah. You can't, right? You can't just just, just be close-minded like that because your child is their own person. And in mm. university, they are already more or less They're capable 80 of intelligent to 90, <laughs> 80 to 90% their own person already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think just have that conversation. We will want if anything, the conversation should be how to improve this program. It's not perfect. No one is trying to claim it's perfect. But uh, the fact that it's there, I think is a very good step forward. And we should mm. be trying to improve it. And that's, that should be the conversation and not trying to tear it down based on yep. its, I guess, imperfections. Absolutely. And on both sides, I think we got to be also a bit more considerate on yeah. how people, to, to, towards how people think. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a there's a very clear difference between agreeing and being considerate. Yeah. Being considerate is something that builds bridges. Agreeing is something that you don't necessarily have to do, you know. Mm. But these two things can happen simultaneously. Mm. You know, and, and and like I feel that that is where we can uh progress as a society better. Because there is definitely the people who hold on to the older values of how our society was formed and that's fine mm. but at the same time uh, weighing the pros and cons there's definitely useful education that can happen here yes. objectively good education that can happen here so that is another thing that those people who benefited from this system need mm. to reach out to those that are closed off and yeah. once we're able to have these kind of conversations we'll realise that actually there is a middle ground yes there's, I mean there's definitely a middle ground now. The truth mm-hmm. lies somewhere in the middle, right? Or the best yep. option most of the time. So, yep. with that, let's just leave you guys off on some things to think about. Mm. Let's end this topic right now. We'll be talking about it for 53 minutes. Obviously, we are very, <laughs> very passionate about this. I mm. mean, if you watch our sex education episode, you will know that as well. So, if you haven't watched the episode, go ahead and watch that one. We talk a little bit more about sex education, more in-depth and away from mm. the whole parents thing. And go and leave a comment or any thoughts that you guys have and follow us on Instagram. Yeah, man. Discuss with us a little bit because I also want yeah. to hear what your perspectives are and what the pain points are when it comes to these kind of topics. And I would love to hear your, your contradictions because like what, what I mentioned in most, if not all of our episodes, we come in here 
to have our ready to have our minds change. That's we right. just ask you to do the same and to do it in an intellectual manner. Yes. And with that, thank you guys so much. Let's end this episode right now. See you guys next week. Stay safe, everyone. See you. See you guys. Bye-bye.